Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 10th of March and not a good day either in store for us, I'm afraid, to finish the week. Uh, But before we get to that, of course, the disclaimer is this is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's head on over to the scores on the doors. And they weren't pretty scores on the doors either. Uh, we saw the Dow Jones closing down 544 points, or 1.66%. It always sounds a lot more in points terms than it does in percentage terms, but 1.66% is not a good day. 32,255 had a high of 192 points and a low of 608. Hello, volatility. There we are again, my old friend. Another 800-point move in the Dow, something we haven't seen for a little while, and we did get a kind of uh, two pieces of news last night. Uh, one good, uh, one not so good. The good news was in the uh, in the payrolls, in the initial jobless claims for March, up to the 3rd of March, which were slightly better than the market was going for in terms there were more uh, jobless claims. So maybe uh, there is some um, slackening in demand out there in the US for uh, in that jobs market. We'll see that tonight where we have the non-farm payrolls number out. The number to look for, according to the Reuters poll for February, is 205,000 jobs created. Average earnings year on year, 4.7% is the key one. Unemployment rate at 3.4%. That doesn't feel like a recession coming. But this comes on the back of that number in January, which shocked the market and really set February up for a slide of 517,000 jobs created. So there might be some revisions to that January number, which could have been affected uh, by Christmas and uh, the January sales, etc. in the US. So we may see a little bit more normalization, but 205 is the number we are looking for. Uh, the other big news last night from the US was the US banks. Massive story in the US last night. SVB Financial Group, never heard of them until last night, announced a $1.75 billion common equity offering and a convertible preference offering of $500 million bucks. Uh, and the company offered a cautious business update, cited expectations for continued higher interest rates, pressured public and private markets, elevated cash burn from clients as they invest in their businesses. The KBW Bank Index sank as much as 7.7%, biggest drop since June 2020. Let that one sink in a little bit. The regional bank ETF was down nearly 8% last night. So this is why the Dow swooned and the losses accelerated into the close. The Nasdaq closed down 2.1%, 238 points, 11,338. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as always. Some things you just can rely on, down 1.85%, 74 points, 39.18. That VIX volatility index, which we talked about at around 18 and a bit, worth having a look at if you were a trader in that sort of stuff and buying hedges in this kind of market seemed appropriate was up 17.2 percent so there we go that's already spiked higher in the european markets overnight not an awful lot going on they didn't see this u.s 
banking mini crisis, which has uh, taken hold. Stock 600 down 0.2, FTSE down 0.6, Germany unchanged, France pretty much unchanged, Spain down 0.5. Looking at bond yields in the US, two-year yields had a massive drop, 19 basis points to 4.876. The 10 years, 3.917. Aussie 10 years, 3.678. The US dollar, falling 0.3 of a percent. Bitcoin cratering had their own problems with Silvergate uh, going into uh, some serious issues. They're down 8.4% there, the Aussie dollar, 65.87. Now looking across at US stocks, banks dominating there. Tech stocks not doing quite so badly. Uh, Apple down 1.5%, Meta down 1.8%, Google down 2.1%, Microsoft down half, Amazon down 1.8%, Tesla with the steering wheels that fall off in your hand, apparently, down 5%. Netflix down 4.5%. JP Morgan, this is where it gets ugly in the US banks. JP Morgan down 5.4%. Citigroup down 4.1%. Goldman escaping 2.1% down, if that's an escape. Bank of America down 6.2%. Wells Fargo 6.1% down. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, falling 5.3%. General Motors uh, down 4.9%. So maybe the Tesla thing was more about car companies than anything else. Uh, ExxonMobil fell 0.7%. Looking across to commodities last night, we had Brent crude down another 1.5%. to 81.56. WTI down 1.25% or a buck to 75.16. The gold price slightly higher on the back of that US dollar falling, uh, 0.9% better, also probably helped by Bitcoin falling 8%. Uh, 1830.7 there, platinum up 0.7%. But looking at LME commodities, not so flash. LME copper down 0.6. Nickel down 2.7. Nickel has had a really big fall recently, uh, down from around uh, 28 thousand to around 23,225. So has had a big fall. Hasn't really recovered its sort of um, mojo really since the big nickel scandal about a year ago. Aluminium down 1.1%. Zinc down 0.3%. Lead down 0.5%. Tonne down 1.3%. Iron ore better though. 1.7% higher. Coal better. Coal stocks yesterday. Big winners in our market. Uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. Looking at the commodity stocks overseas, BHP was down 1.2%, Rio down 1.6%, not too bad there, but Freeport down 3.4%, Alcoa down 6.1%, Tech down 3.3%, Anglo down 2.3%, Glencore down 2.8%, Vale down 1.5%, Albemarle in the lithium space, not good news there, 6.5% down, so expecting Uh, Not a good day, maybe, for the lithium stocks. In other news overnight, uh, the Shell CEO, Whale Sawan, in an interview on Bloomberg TV, said all prices are more likely to be on the higher side than the lower side. This is why the guy gets paid the big bucks. Over the coming months, due to tight supply and demand balances in global markets. Heading locally. um, Analysts are warning that earnings downgrades are looming over thermal coal miners after the price of the fossil fuel plunged this week to a level not seen since before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In the papers today, Brookfield's that led consortium hopes to sign a binding takeover offer for Origin, 
as early as next week. Piedmont Lithium is out with a little bit of an announcement this morning. It is notes the uh, North American Lithium Project produces first spodumene concentrate as restart plans advance. Haven't seen anything in the official rebuttal to the uh, Blue Orca short selling report that we saw came, which came out in London time the night before last, um, pushing Atlantic and Piedmont down, both in a trading halt yesterday. yesterday. Mesoblast initiated outperform at William Blair. Never heard of them. Must be a U.S. outfit. Global Lithium Resources has reported the, left, the latest round of assay results received from their 2022 drilling program at Mana. Yesterday, China's lithium carbonate equivalent price fell to its lowest level in more than a year, according to the Shanghai Metals Market data. It's now trading at 346,500 yuan. In 2022, the price topped 500,000 yuan. Uh, The recent slide apparently is due to the removal of electric vehicle subsidies in China since the start of 2023. Uh, Rare earth prices also taking a battering, if you pardon the pun. Perth Mint is being investigated into uh, money laundering issues and also uh, not quite uh, having the quality of ingots that uh, they said they did. In other news, Ladbrook's owner is eyeing a bid for the PointsBet Australian business, um, and uh, PointsBet has been in discussions to upsay, uh, offload some of its assets to News Corp-backed Better, B-E-T-R, for months, although it appears the discussions have stalled. The outgoing boss of Elders, Mark Allison, says agribusinesses can now boost productivity and profitability while making food and fibre production more sustainable. Bavera Solutions acting CFO Harman uh, Fredriksen uh, has tendered a resignation to pursue other opportunities. I bet there are other opportunities apart from Bavera, which is in serious trouble at the moment. And finally, EOS, Electro-Optic Systems, has been upgraded to a speculative buy from Neutral at Evans & Partners. Target 98 cents, which gives them a 88% upside. Question of the day today, Maya. Have you been shopping in Maya recently? What are they getting right? I think the market was quite taken aback yesterday by the Maya results. The death of the department store has been well and truly flagged, but it seems that death, as Mark Twain would say, has been well and truly exaggerated. Maya, I never thought I'd be saying this, paying a special dividend, four cent special dividend, as well as an ordinary uh, dividend as well of four cents. So, have you been shopping in Maya recently? If so, what are they getting right? What are they getting right that others are getting wrong in the retail environment? Or are they just back to where they should be, having been years in the wilderness? Love to hear your thoughts and ideas on the Maya and its recent successes. In the meantime, have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you. It could be painful today. Spy down 81 points. Sorry, I forgot to mention that at the top of the hour. That may have ruined the rest of the podcast. Spy down 81 points. Have a great day.